and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. This is your host, Brayden, and today on the uh, podcast, I will answer the question, should I hire an attorney to help me register as an LLC or an S-Corp? I've been a sole prop, but now I am graduating. So first of all, congratulations. Very exciting to be graduating out of your sole prop. The answer to this question, as always, is it depends. So it depends how complex your business is with regard to whether you really need to hire an attorney to help you. So if you're a solo show, meaning you're a sole proprietor, which I'm assuming this person is, as they said, they are graduating out of a sole prop, you can totally DIY it. Just to kind of highlight when you wouldn't want to do it, if you're in a complex partnership, so you have a partner where you both contributed money into the business, you want to clearly define the roles between the individuals, then it is very helpful to work with an attorney because you need to have a very good operating agreement, essentially like your company bylaws, that lays out what the rules and responsibilities are of each party, how you're going to be compensated, what your ownership in the business is. That gets kind of tricky. So you probably want help with that. Um, same thing if you have a general partnership, which means basically that's a default entity. So it's like the the partnership version of a sole prop, if that makes any kind of sense, before you form an LLC or an S-Corp. So that is kind of the rundown. Otherwise, a lot of people are surprised to learn that the actual formation of an LLC is really quite simple. It's an online application system. So you can go to your state website. Typically, they have an online filing process. You, you know, hit start, you go through all the question prompts, and then within a few short weeks, you typically have an LLC. What is often missing, I find, is the strategy, some of the information that you need, help with deadlines, and then some documents as well that are often kind of skipped over. So let's kind of dive into these. When it's helpful to work with an attorney, or a reason why it's helpful, is to get some strategy. You can also Get some of this from a tax professional like a CPA, but they'll often skip over the legal part, which is concerning. I often talk to business owners who will tell me that their tax professional told them not to get an LLC because it won't save them taxes, but they don't realize that LLCs actually, you don't, you don't form them to save taxes. You form them for liability protection. The tax outcome, once you have an LLC, is the exact same as a sole proprietorship. 
you obtain them in order to shield your personal assets from liability. So when you work with a knowledgeable professional, they'll help give you both the legal strategy and the tax strategy when it comes to forming these different entities. If you do it totally on your own, or through one of those automated online filing systems, which I'm not a fan of, you don't get any of this strategy. So I've worked with a lot of business owners who've ended up forming the wrong type of entity. They formed in the wrong state. So maybe they live in California, but decide to form their LLC in Arizona because it's cheaper, but then they don't realize that they actually have to register their business now as a foreign entity with the state of California under our California state law. That's really the same with every state. And now they have filing obligations and fees owed to two different states rather than one. So they've gotten bad advice or tried to do it totally on their own and kind of messed up there. Also, if you do this without any help, um, you don't get all of the information you need to stay on top of deadlines and filings. So you might not know when you need to renew your business entity, pay certain fees, do certain other statements. So like here we have the statement information. A lot of states have what they call annual reports. And if you don't stay on top of those, your business entity can actually be dissolved. So it essentially goes away and you don't know about it because you're not staying on top of the deadlines. The other area where it's helpful to get some help is with the legal documents. So if you work with a tax professional to form your LLC, which I found out is pretty common, they likely are not going to provide you with a business operating agreement, which is one thing you really need to have in order to maintain your liability protection. And the reason why is because an operating agreement is a legal document. So non-attorneys really should not be drafting that. So that's one step. The other thing is meeting minutes. Uh, we call these corporate formalities. They're, they're different formalities that you need to have once you form a proper business entity. So Online services like LegalZoom will often give you templates for these, um, but I often hear from people that they get upsold on those programs or that they will buy certain upsells they don't really need, but they don't get other things that they really do need, and that is kind of the problem. So I've seen these issues with a lot of different business owners over the past few years, and this is actually why I decided to start creating a course-based business. A lot of people don't want to hire an attorney to do this full formation, but at the same time, they might be doing themselves a disservice if they go about doing it without any help. So I like to help educate people on which entity is right for them. I do that you know, here through the podcast and the Facebook group and the courses, and then also which systems you need to stay on track of. So I hope this answer was at least a little bit illuminating as to what you need to look out for and what you should spot when you are trying to figure out how to go about forming an LLC or an escort for your sole prop business. If this was helpful, I'd love for you to leave a review. Um, you know, make sure you give a good rating, uh, recommend your friends, and make sure you pop into the Facebook group so you can connect with myself and all of the other uh, podcast listeners. So that's all I have uh, for today's episode. Um, yeah, I think that's the whole conclusion. Don't know what else I was going to say, but if you enjoyed it, I hope that you will tune in for the next one and I hope that you have a great day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. 
Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.